Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 338. Will financial success follow you if you do what you love? By Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. And hi again, I'm Dan, and welcome to Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship each and every day. And we're gonna get right to that post from Chris Gillibo now, as we optimize your life. Will Financial Success Follow You If You Do What You Love? By Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. I read a lot of personal development books, probably at least two a month. Like most books of any kind, each one usually has some things worth learning and some things that aren't valuable to me. If there's one common theme to most of these books, it's that following your passion or doing what you love to do is the most important work that we can focus on in life. According to this thinking, work should involve a number of things you really like to do and are really good at, not simply a series of tasks you do to make a living. So far, so good, right? But sometimes the thinking goes even further. Not only will you feel better about yourself and provide more value to others, you'll also end up making more money. Follow your passion, the thinking goes, and the money will follow. The classic example of the follow your passion straight to the bank idea is Oprah Winfrey. Oprah does what she loves, and she's been enormously well rewarded for it. She was passionate about communicating with women when no one else in broadcasting really cared. Oprah is so good at it, in fact, that her salary in 2007 was estimated at $260 million by Forbes. That's not bad for talking with people on the couch, right? How to be the next Oprah Not really. You don't really want to be the next Oprah, right? Oprah is cool because she is herself. You want to be the real you, and ideally, you'd like it to help pay some bills along the way. Here's how you become the real you and leverage what you're best at. 1. Get a unique selling proposition, or USP. This is absolutely critical. For the four years from 2002 to 2006, my USP was that I lived in the poorest countries in the world and ran a business on the side to support my work. That was pretty cool, and when I spent time with business people in the US or Europe, my introduction usually topped everyone else's. Now I have a new USP. I'm going to every country in the world and starting my own social movement to encourage the spread of unconventional ideas. This new USP may not be as cool as living in Sierra Leone, but it still gets people's attention. What's your USP? Two, become an expert. The way you become an expert is mostly by saying you are one. The more specific the niche you can nail down, the better. And you can then use that status to extend your expertise to other subjects. Three, Accept that monetization does not mean selling out. Just because someone gets paid to do something doesn't mean they lack principles or integrity. It means that other people value what they do enough that they'll pay for it. This is a good thing, not something to be ashamed of. Four, follow the path of world domination. Decide to be remarkable, create a vision to change the world, recruit a small army, start doing stuff using the ready, fire, aim method, and eventually scale up. What the critics will say. As you might expect, your critics will tell you that you can't make a living doing what you love. Artists don't make any money. 
writers are supposed to be poor, and you should spend at least 40 hours a week working at a quote-unquote real job to support yourself so that you can have a little fun on the side. If you've been living an unconventional life, none of these attitudes will surprise you. When my wife Jolie was a kid, she told everyone that she wanted to be an artist when she grew up. Some people said, okay, and some people said, that's nice. But then someone close to her said that she couldn't work as an artist because she would starve. When she asked what she should do instead, she was told to go into real estate. I have a problem with the idea that artists are destined to be unsuccessful. First of all, many of them are happy with less money and they aren't starving. There are real people in the world who really are starving, but most of them don't read personal development books and none of them really have the option of going into real estate. Second, a lot of artists do pretty well for themselves. One of Jolie's mentors regularly sells his work for in the $65,000 to $100,000 range per painting. He spent 30 years training to get to this level, although I've told Jolie I'd be happy with 10% of that rate. She's working on it. Finally, the odds of financial success following you as you follow your passion probably depends to a certain degree on what you love. A while back, I picked up a copy of Guitar Hero for the Nintendo Wii. Let me just say that I'm not half bad at it. In fact, the first few days I had it, I didn't do much other than practicing my GNR and Rage Against the Machine riffs. But if playing Guitar Hero became my passion, do you think people would start paying me to pretend to play their favorite 80s rock anthems? It seems a difficult calling to monetize at best. If you love staying in bed all day and not doing anything productive, that's also difficult. Who will pay you to sleep in? How will you create serious income based on a stated goal of being useless to society? If you love hedge funds, on the other hand, it seems fairly easy to expect financial success to follow you as you follow your passion. I don't have any hedge fund readers that I know of yet, but most of us are somewhere in between absolute poverty and extreme wealth. We aren't aspiring guitar hero professionals, but we aren't hedge fund owners either. My personal story. In the end, I don't really know if following your passion will produce financial success. It seems that it does for some people, like Oprah, and not always for others, like my friends in Africa or the guy in Best Buy who plays some amazing guitar hero. For me, the development of this site is a real-world example that tests the thesis. This year, I'm spending a lot of time doing what I love, traveling and writing. I do a lot of other things too, but I made the decision last December to focus on writing and travel more than anything else. I'm not expecting to get rich from it, but I certainly wouldn't mind if it produced some reliable income at some point in the future. I personally know several bloggers who make more than $100,000 a year, one of them a lot more, but most of them also have their sites cluttered in ads, which I don't want. So we'll wait and see. I'll keep writing, hopefully you'll keep reading, and at some point, we'll decide on what the next step is. Which way will it turn out? I really don't know. You just listened to the post titled, Will Financial Success Follow You If You Do What You Love? by Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit 
to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Chris. He is a New York Times bestselling author and modern day explorer. During a lifetime of self-employment that included a four-year commitment as a volunteer executive in West Africa, he visited every country in the world, that's 193 of them in total, before his 35th birthday, a huge feat, obviously. His first book, The Art of Nonconformity, was translated into more than 30 languages, and then his second book, The $100 Startup, was a New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller and sold more than 700,000 copies worldwide. His newest book, The Money Tree, is all about finding the fortune in your own backyard. You can also check out his daily podcast, Side Hustle School, which is downloaded more than 2 million times a month. So come on by chrisgillibo.com for a lot more. I have that linked in this episode's description along with the spelling of Chris's last name. And if you like his style, he writes on a pretty wide range of topics so you can hear more stories from him on our other podcasts. And to find them, just search for Optimal Living Daily and then be sure to follow or subscribe depending on where you're listening. And that is gonna do it for today here at Optimal Startup Daily. I thank you as always for being a subscriber and for listening all the way through. So hope you're having a great day and I'm gonna see you back here tomorrow as we get into the weekend. And that's where your optimal life awaits.